week off from podcasts. The West Coast Preps team is back celebrating four months now here. Episode number 35 of the West Coast Preps podcast. The, the snake episode. Edition. The, no, the, the snake. two-time finals MVP edition. Snake. Cupcake. All of the above. Didn't he help win your team two titles? Yeah, but it's still. Would they have won either of those titles without Kevin Durant? Mm, they would have had a shot. I don't think they would have done. You can't play this what if game though. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying that Kevin Durant was a big reason yeah. why we can't. What if Steph didn't get hurt in the finals? What if Andrew Bogut didn't get hurt? What if Draymond didn't get suspended? You want to play the what if game? I'll play the what yeah, if game. Yeah, let's play the what if game. Let's see. Let's what see, if let's I never hurt my takes. shoulder? West Coast Preds wouldn't be a thing. I'd be in the major leagues. So I mean, yeah, we'll play the what if game all day. <laughs> so who would you be playing with right now? Uh, the Yankees. Instead of Garrett Cole, they have me. And you know what? <laughs> We're starting up episode 35 here. I am Chris Jackson, joined by Gregory Moreland soon. We are moving on from these ridiculous comments. Asinine. Asinine comments. Okay, that's the word we're going with today, asinine comments. <laughs> it is West Coast Preps is back. It is a big time for us. December is here. It is the Christmas season. I'm starting to see some Christmas lights. Looks good, but yeah, how was... Yeah, neighborhood is filled with Christmas lights already. Ours isn't. Nobody has anything here. You need to get a new neighborhood. No, they don't allow Christmas lights here. Wait, hold, in this town hold complex, on. they do hold, not allow hold, lights hold, on houses. Hold on. I'm telling you, they hold do up. not. We're going we're gonna to hit pause <laughs> on this West Coast Preds podcast right now. You're not allowed to put Christmas lights? What is Does the Grinch live here? Is he on this complex? Yeah, he does. Oh, my God. The Grinch does live here. That's why our cars have been broken into about 20 times. Oh, my God. I just... You've... You shocked me, and now I don't know what to do with myself. Greg is upset. I'm very upset. He's sad. Why would you not be allowed to put... I'm, mm, I want to <laughs> say words that I just can't say right now. Say them. No, I, sh- I can't. I'm not going to... This is technically our office. is your home, unfortunately. And now I, I want to go on strike. I might go on strike. It's a weird thing Boy- to go on. Boycotting this um, place. <laughs> weird thing to go on strike over. <laughs> What do you mean? I mean, Christmas lights is so I love amazing. Christmas lights, but, you know, I don't think it's something we got to go on strike over. What are you talking about? You know how beautiful do you, do this you guys put, would look? Do you guys put up Christmas lights at your we house? We do, and I'm the one that does them. I, every year, I go all out. Oh, you're the house with the lights that don't work. <laughs> that's what it, that's yeah, who it is. Half okay. the street doesn't work, so I overlap them, so that way they, they look somewhat decent. Oh, that's nice. Hey, you got to ball in on a budget, you know? True. Yeah, you, you don't pay me. That's the problem. <laughs> Chris Jackson doesn't pay me so this is a weird first 255 in this podcast here but you know what on a positive note Greg how was your Thanksgiving it was it was quite amazing actually you know I got to have my turkey with the Hawaiian rolls a little mayo a little mustard sandwiches the other day that we talked about in the last podcast it was a great great time spent time with the family got to see the little cousins play and had fun yeah, what about you, Chris? Oh, I had all, all the mashed, the mashed potatoes. potatoes. I did. You see, I had them on my first plate, but I, I had, I managed it with portions on my first plate. Then the second plate, I took the rest of the mashed potatoes, and my second plate <laughs> was all filled with mashed potatoes. There was nothing else on it. That entire plate. No, no turkey. No, no stuffing. All mashed potatoes. No, wow. Also, I'm not a stuffing guy. No, we, we talked, talked about, about this last time, but you know, I stuffing just... is stuffing is trash. Can you not bang? No, that is I know my, how much you want that, mashed potatoes right now. That's my anger towards stuffing. Stuffing is that bad. <laughs> I know you really want mashed potatoes again right now. I do want mashed potatoes. But they're potatoes. at my house, unfortunately. They're not here in the office. It's okay. We got plenty of mashed potato mixes 
ready to be made anytime. So I'll make those every night of my life if I have to. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm yeah, sure I will. Your your future um, significant other will love to make you mashed potatoes, whoever that may be. Yeah, they'll have to make me all the mashed potatoes and all the rolls too. You know, I'm a big bread guy. You know, you can just go to the store and buy rolls. No, no, no. Sometimes people make homemade sourdough bread. You ever had that? Uh, you know, actually, I have not. It looks amazing, though. It is. I feel like that was a very early in the lockdown quarantine. Everyone started making sourdough rolls and sourdough bread. I don't know. What was up with that? Like, literally everyone I knew made sourdough, and I didn't get any of it. Well, why didn't you learn? <sighs> I, you know what I started making? It was white chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Fire. I'm a great cook, honestly. I mean, why don't you cook more? I do. You just don't ask. You need to. to you need to cook more for your future significant other. I, you know, whoever that may be, they're gonna be uh, in good hands with food because I like food. I mean, who doesn't like food? If you don't like food, honestly, you're just yeah. Not. But you know, some people are passionate about food, and some people are just. I like, guess. Eh, Tro- I, I guess Troy Franklin doesn't. He's allergic to life. As true. Washington allergic to fruit. Yeah. Allergic to grass. Not sure he's gonna play at Stanford next year. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's. Flaming Hot Cheetos. That's he, he's passionate about that. He, yeah, he with does. lime. With that, lime. We just learned that. that yeah, he is a um, Flaming Hot Cheetos lime person. I'm gonna go buy some of those today. By the way. Oh, are you never yeah. had them before? No, I never have. Yeah, me either. I'm not a Flaming Hot Cheetos guy. So. Neither am I. But you know what? Just for Troy Franklin, I'll try them. Yeah. Maybe we call this the Troy Franklin Show because we don't want the snake to be a part of the West Coast Press podcast. I want a two-time Finals MVP associated every day. He should have one. Let's be real. Steph should have two. Katie should have one. Don't be speechless here. We're on a podcast. Kevin, need to Kevin hear you Durant, talk. honestly, if it wasn't for Steph's poor game three of that 2018 finals, he would have won. He finals still hit MVP. the big shot at the end of the game, though. Kevin Durant's the one that iced that game. Little, Steph Curry literally three. hit the big shot to get them to that position, though. Yeah, then what did Kevin Durant do right there and right in the face of the Cleveland Cavaliers again? That do you big remember, shot from the do same you remember spot? that game we went to? We were at the watch party. With uh, our friend Connor, that was an amazing game. We can't say what happened on on the air, but if you have questions about that, you know, go off ahead. Off the air, off the record, we'll help you guys out. We'll tell yeah. you that was fun night at Oracle Arena. Yes, unfortunately, uh, you know, can't say it right now. But hey, we will we will please the world privately off the record of this amazing story. It was amazing, but you know what else was amazing? was the performances and athletes we saw over the weekend. We had a busy weekend. West Coast Preps was literally everywhere. I want to say I think we were everywhere, not just on Earth, not just in this galaxy, but throughout the universe, honestly. Yes, we were because we were in San Jose in the morning. Greg and I were. Then Greg went to Stockton. I went to Emeryville later in the day. We first saw that elite wideout session there that was run by Stephen Amoka with deliberate training, also a college coach in the area in the junior college ranks Saturday morning. Greg went to that life in the trenches, art of the war, lineman showcase in Stockton. There at that crazy nice facility there, yeah. right off Eight Mile Road. Vince has got a, a facility out there, that's for sure. Yeah, he does one of the best that you'll probably see out there in yeah. the entire country. And then I was at the exclusive Speed Bay area, top 100 showcase in the East Bay there, Emeryville, on Saturday afternoon and Saturday night. All photos from those showcases, by the way, are posted at westcoastpreps.com. Everything was posted there Saturday and on Monday as well, Sunday, Monday, I guess. I'm, I'm screwing up days. It's They were posted on Sunday and Monday. Yeah. That's the correct days. <laughs> uh, we were there on Saturday. You got that now? Have you not got very much sleep lately? Have you been doing too much work? 
I haven't got much sleep do, lately. Do, that's do, true. Do we need to give you a vacation? Yeah, I haven't got much sleep lately. Actually, oh, really? that's true. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, you're not gonna get one, so I won't. I won't Sorry. honestly get one. Yeah. Sorry, you you don't deserve. West Coast vacation. Preps does not sleep. I sleep. You, apparently, you have issues right now. Yeah, I don't sleep at all. I, sl- I sleep. Okay. Melatonin I'm, helps. I've, I've never slept, actually. Are you not human? No, I'm not, actually. Uh, okay, well, that makes sense. But anyways, well, let's stay on track. <laughs> we haven't been able to do that for the first, what, <laughs> 10 minutes of this That's podcast. what makes it fun. That's what people like. Yeah, people like it. But what stood out for you this weekend? There was a lot. We saw that elite wideout session. I think first we'll go to that one there on Saturday morning there in San Jose. A lot of good stuff there. We saw a lot of great talented players like Vince Nunley, the now freedom defensive back. He moved over from NCNL, committed to Washington. Great athlete there. He made a lot of spectacular plays all day long. Showed why last season he had five interceptions in the regular season alone. Helped NCNL to that number one seed. Run our finish in the North Coast section. Their deepest run since 2010, the last time they made it to an NCS championship game. He had an offer list that spanned everywhere, Kansas, Fresno State, San Jose State, Wyoming, Utah State, I mean, you name it. He had the offers there, but you saw guys like him. Another Division One guy that's going to another Pac-12 school in Colorado, Murrow Catholic's Nico Reed. We saw him, and that kid is a stud. Yeah, and all, all those kids at the Elite Wideout session were absolute studs. It was just every time you saw kids walk in, it was stud after stud after stud, and the coaching there was fantastic as well with some of the coaches they had there. And that was a super fun one to go to. Uh, These kids are working their butts off, though. They're just trying to get prepared for a season, whenever that may come, hopefully soon. But, hey, they're working their butts off. They're they're working hard. They're working with a bunch of different coaches, just trying to perfect their craft. And I think that's the thing that I stood out most, especially life in the trenches. The, The drills that they worked on there were amazing really helped the kids a lot and they also worked with some of the young middle schoolers there as well which I think is good just to get there with the techniques and get all the techniques correct for the middle schoolers but it was a good weekend of talent and then also you got to go exclusive speed if you want to talk about that one a little bit more as well yeah that was a fun one too a lot of great athletes were in attendance there we'll go through some of those top performers that we saw there it was split into the lineman portion first hour and a half to two hours and the skill players came up after that as well yeah some of the mvps we saw there that top top linebacker from rancho cotati mahala santorinios i mean we've seen his stat line just in high school is ridiculous 237 tackles four sacks six blocked pits two forced fumbles five offers of like college ball i don't know if i've ever seen production quite like that in my entire life that's in how many games 12, 10, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in that range. Yeah. That's insane. These offers are from Colby, Pacific, Pacific, Pacific Lutheran, I can't talk today, Puget Sound, and Whittier, <laughs> but 237 tackles and four sacks. The six-block PATs, that's impressive. And I feel like that doesn't happen very often, but hey, first team all NorCal, this dude is a beast, and I can't wait to see what he does this next upcoming year. But this dude, absolutely beast. 250 tackles, you can get there this year? It's asking a lot, though. Easy money. Easy money. Is that the new Chris guarantee? Yeah, easy, easy money. money. Easy money. CJ, easy money? Yeah. All right, well, I kind of like that, actually. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Go with that for me. Yeah. CJ, You easy don't money. get a stamp, though. GMT guarantee stamp is coming soon. Coach T asked about it, said he wants a stamp on Kendall Allens that you tweeted on Saturday night. We're going to get a stamp here soon. We're working on it. We're working on the graphics. It's going to come Reagan's- soon. 
not slept working hard at this GMT guarantee stand. Hashtag GMT guarantee. There's more upcoming of guarantees. It ain't going away. I said last time I might need to get rid of it. It ain't going nowhere. No, just wait till those top 25 for football <clears throat> teams we're releasing. You're going to see a lot of those. You're going to like our outfits on there too, by the way. Yes. It's uh, it's going to be a production. Festive. It's festive. Yes. I think that's the perfect way to say it. But another guy that stood out, we'll have a story up on him soon too, from Amador Valley, just an absolute athlete, Eric Hunter the third. Last season at Amador, he did everything. 833 rushing yards, six touchdowns. Had another 211 receiving yards in a score. And had 28 tackles on three picks. And he's first team all league at running back and safety for Amador Valley. Not bad. Not bad. I think that's pretty good. Uh, just received his first offer from back Black Hills. I really cannot talk today. From Black Hills. Not a one of us can talk today. It's, it's a rough day. So Thanksgiving, we took a day off. On last Friday, we didn't do the podcast then for Thanksgiving. We're, we're trying to get back in the group. I think that's the issue. But like he said, he's a do-it-all. He's just a straight athlete. Eric come to the third. Destined for big things, and I'm sure more offers are coming this way if he has another big year like he just had. Definitely. Amador Valley's got a lot of talent coming back this year with guys like Cam, Josh, Heverly, Gabe, Solo moving in. A lot of good things are in store for the Dons this season in the East Bay Athletic League, but Another guy we also saw him at the RVC was the defensive MVP at the first ever routes versus coverage showcase, Amarion McCoy. Yeah, this dude's been balling, and he took that little time off from football. He's come back, and all of a sudden, defensive MVP at RVC and now defensive back MVP at the Exclusive Speed Showcase as well. Um, took two years off from the game, correct? Yeah, uh, so a couple of years it's, it's pretty impressive for him to come back and just pick it up and start dominating so quickly like he has in these showcases. And it'd be be cool to see what he does this season once he gets back to 11-on-11 11 11 and stuff like that. But it's pretty cool to see him come back to the game, and he's really been balling out. And he has a passion and a attitude on the field that uh, it's kind of fun to watch, too. But he also respects all of his opponents and really respectful, too. But it's fun to watch. Next guy who we've seen all over the place lately, Jerrion Dickey. 207 pounds at 15 years old. Now, but he, you know, he might want him to slim down a little bit. He said he'd be way more explosive at, what, 195 or something like that? Hey, you know, either way, 207, 195, he's getting the job done because this dude is an absolute beast. RVC MVP for the offense a couple weeks ago. Now MVP at exclusive speed this week, this past weekend. 2019, it was just a freshman. He's only a sophomore in the 2023 class that is loaded. 541 receiving yards, 7 touchdowns, 9 tackles, 136 kick return yards, all while getting an 11-2 record and becoming the WCAL champion. He's got an offer list that already spans out. I know we've talked about him before on previous episodes, but... I mean, it speaks for itself. Arizona State, Arkansas, Cal, Oregon State, San Jose State. There's going to be a lot more coming his way. I know a lot of schools across the country are interested in adding his talents. And don't forget, his stats as a freshman, are those are big numbers for anybody. And also factor in, Valley Christian runs the ball so much, almost 80% of the time. And look at those numbers he produced. He is, I mean, you look at him and you already see NFL in his future. Yeah, he's got the body. He's got, he has the frame. He has the mindset. It's just a matter of continuing the process. Trust the process, as this Joel Embiid used to say back in the day. Trust the process, and no doubt he'll have any college he wants to go to. I'm sure he'll be 
yeah, that's where I want to go. And he's right on his way to a, to an NFL career if he keeps on this path. And another guy, quarterback from Rand Catholic, Michael and Gracia. A young guy kind of flying under the radar. I know Marin Catholic's had a lot of good quarterbacks throughout the years. He's the next great one out of that school. This is a sophomore last season, almost 1,700 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, only five picks, and had over 300 rushing yards and four scores. He looked really good. He was an MVP there over the weekend. Really talented kid. He's going to start getting some offers here soon to be the next Marin Catholic guy, I think, to go Division One and play somewhere at a big-time university as well. But he's been a winner there at Marin Catholic. And the last guy from that showcase I want to give a nod to, wasn't an MVP, but he was one of the top performers, I'd say. We've seen him a lot this offseason, training with guys like Brandon Younger. Up at Mountain House, defensive back Gabe Martinez. I mean, it seems like every time we see him, he gets better and better. Surfire tackler. He he doesn't miss a single tackle out there. He can cover, but he's also just... He tackles the right way. Great form. Everybody was impressed, and there wasn't a single guy there on Saturday that could get past him during any drills at the Bay Area Top 100 Showcase. Yeah, and like you said, Gabe has been putting in the work this offseason we've seen a bunch both at workouts and also at showcases he's been working his butt off this year i'm excited to see him get on the field brandon really been working with him a lot and i know he's been making strides with him this offseason to be nice to see him with pads on and see how physical he is because dude's been putting in the work and has been really good at the showcases that we've seen him at all throughout this offseason yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Mountain House does have some talent rolling through that program. Now we've seen Dominic Childress. Obviously not going to be playing a senior season, but he's committed to Cal Poly. He's going to go there and play Division One football down there in San Luis Obispo. Yeah, we both know we'll be down there watching a few of those games. Yeah, we're going to be at a lot of college games for a lot of these different kids throughout the years. Drawing and Eli, we got to make sure we get them to the same college, oh, too. Like they have to be at the same school. I mean, it's, so those two clicked. That has to be a package deal. Yes. Without a doubt. And then Jaden Rashad and Rashid Williams. We saw them tweeting yes, about we it, too. saw the tweets. Yeah. Uh, that's happening. Where Where is it happening, though? That's the big question. It's going to happen. I think next podcast we should just make bold predictions for that. Bold predictions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to do some research first. Yeah. Let's do that. But, uh, early analysts. I can't tell. Analysis. That. Analysis. Thank you. That's the college graduate uh, communications major that you have over there. <laughs> <laughs> Early analysis is SoCal. I think I'll leave it at that. SoCal. SoCal. I think Greg is thinking, well, fight on. Well, USC action is who he's thinking of. Put your V's up. Put those V's up. That's right. V for victory. And USC will be back. <clears throat> those two. Do Better than up. the Reggie Bush days. Better than the Pete Carroll days. Well, wow, that's really bold. It's bold. These two kids are very good. That, but that's a bold one right there. You said you wanted a bold prediction. Oh, I like that. I want the bold prediction. I want that all day, go. every day. That, I'm, I'm just saying, that's that's a good one. And honestly, if USC doesn't offer these guys, then I'm not a USC fan anymore. I'm done. When's the last time you watched the USC game? Uh, I watched them play Arizona the other day, a couple weeks ago. How many guys can you name on USC's roster? Zero. Oh, so you're not a real USC fan. No, okay. I, I'm not even a real college football fan. I don't even get into it until the playoffs. Yeah, I wonder how I just, I can, I can only put so much time into college when the games end up being 59 to nothing. How can I watch that? 
I don't have anything invested into it. I didn't go to West Virginia. I don't have those rivalries. The only reason I'm a Texas fan is because it pisses you off. Even though you and said Jason. Even though you said West Virginia is all right. There's no Twitter. proof. There's no proof. On October, I got that tweet too. I've got that tweet. Zero proof. I will read this tweet right now. Let's pull There's this. No proof. I have never supported West Virginia. I will never support West Virginia other than the Didn't baby. Did you throw goat. the horns down? Horns up, T. baby. You threw the horns down to Coach T, so I will not hear horns this. Horns up. Greg is lying. Yeah, you know, there's multiple podcasts for our third one still. 3.12 p.m. on October 1st, 2020. This is a little stalkerish, don't you think? All right, maybe I'm actually an honorary at West Virginia U fan. They don't seem to be that bad after all. That was a fun one. After Jason Hardy and I had a good time reminiscing on our college days. Mm. You know, it's called publicity PR. You try and, you know, make the people happy. You got flip-flop a couple times, but my true feelings have come out now. Uh, no, mo- you, no more flip-flopping. Why would you even want to throw the horns up? <clears throat> Why not? Why would you? It's legendary. It's more legendary than West Virginia. Legendary? How is Texas legendary? They haven't done anything. They haven't done anything? No. No. No championships? Nobody nothing. cares about 15 years ago. None of these kids going through high school now could not care any less about the I, Vince Young I agree days. with that. That I, doesn't matter. They Texas, don't know who Texas, Young is. Yeah, Texas is stuck in the past. They're never going to get back. But here's the problem. West Virginia hasn't done anything either. No, they haven't. So yeah, West Virginia has it. I'd rather have some sort of history with Texas no, than West I Virginia. I, I mean, what do you got? Snow? Ooh. Snow. West Virginia has won a lot of BCS bowl games there at the years. Oh, not, not a national oh, bowl games. Yeah, not no, a national championship. I don't care about no BS <laughs> or stupid bowl, Orange Bowl. I care about the championship. You know, West Virginia's game. produced more first rounders over the last. I care eight about years who wins Texas. the championship. In tech, neither team does ever. Neither That's team not true. Ever. Texas has one. They in the last a national championship. In the last, what, Against 10 years? Against my team. Texas has been terrible the last 10 years. So? They have history. West Virginia has nothing. Nobody they cares. They really have nothing. Nobody cares about history anymore. What, Burt Benny's or some... That's that's your stuff? Burt Benny's? What? Bagel cream cheese on top of the bagel? So I don't even understand why you're putting cream cheese on top of a bagel. Why not? You toast it. Why won't you put cream cheese on top? And then you put cream cheese in the middle. What's the difference? What do you it's want? It's cream cheese on the bagel, regardless. No, no, no. regardless. It's just the way you do it. That is not the way you do it. No, just no. You've never tried that? No. Have you? No, I haven't. Either. Okay. Well, then why are we having this discussion? You agree with me? I just wanted to see your reaction. Don't be a West Virginian. Be the California kid that you are. I'm not a Californian. What do you mean you're not a Californian? Where were you in born? And now it's not number one. I'm not. Where a were you born? I was born on Earth. What hospital were you born in? That is private information. That is not private information. I was no born one. in P Town. P-Town. Pleasanton. There you go. That's right. Me too. There we go. That's right. <laughs> so therefore, you're a California kid. Your family might be from back east, but you're a California kid. Supposedly. Supposedly? <laughs> what does that mean? Are you like bringing up family history stuff right now? No, I'm not. I'm just trying to get you going on this podcast. Oh. That's really what it is. I'm, I know everybody enjoys You've succeeded. that. You <laughs> succeeded. We have something exciting going on. Yeah, that we, we do. Still need to talk you know what's about. exciting you... is the 25 days Thank of you. Christmas. Thank I know Greg you. is upset uh, about some of this. He's ready. Am for... I upset? Well, I don't know. we'll get to that later. Yeah, we will. But we got some GNT guarantees. Go yeah, watch ready. the video for some of those. Get ready for our festive outfits. You're gonna have a good time here. But our number 25 team of the 25 days of Christmas, which is our preseason Bay Area team football rankings, one team a day from December 1st to Christmas Day. With the number one team coming out on Christmas Day. And at number 25 is the James Logan Colts. Oof. This was a debate. And trust me, this this took a lot of time. This it was did. a hard one to make. It did. But historically, James Logan is a great program in the East Bay. Led by head coach Ricky Rodriguez. 
went nine and two last year with only two losses coming to Los Osos and also Pittsburgh. We all know how I feel about Pittsburgh. I'm not even going to say anything about that. But they outscored opponents 40, 445 to 162, holding opponents to 14.7 points per game while averaging 40.5 of its own. Yeah, they, they had a great season last season. They're starting to really get back to what James Logan's football is under this kind of newer coaching staff, I guess you could say there, James Logan yeah, with Ricky Rodriguez. someone who was yeah, my they, favorite coach. Yeah, Greg's favorite coach, Mr. Coach Eric Washington Jr. is now on the staff. Worked with a lot of guys. Honestly, I don't. I would say don't underestimate that addition, Eric. As much as we love him, don't under. He's a great assistant. He trains a lot of great athletes. He's helped mold some of the best athletes in the country. Some guys that are now in the National Football League playing on Sundays. They've got some guys with James Logan coming back. Both those losses were not bad losses. Pittsburgh was to open the NCS playoffs. So you look at it. James Logan was a nine and one regular season team. Had some good ones sprinkled in there, and they've got some good guys coming back too. Their quarterback and safety. Shimon Duncan Neosulu. He's got three offers from Black Hill State, Rocky Mountain College, and he's also got a Division One offer from Stetson. Watch this film. You're going to see this guy hurdle a dude straight up. He is an athlete in every sense of the word. And then they've also got their senior receiver, Jeremiah Patterson, this offseason. He's been feasting on opposing defensive backs. He's going to have a big season as well. I'm expecting him to someday play at a four-year university. And do some big things. But James Logan's got some talent rolling back through there. Big school as well. They've got a good staff that's really building a great culture there as well. So that's our number 25 team is the James Logan Colts out of Union City. And stay tuned. Our next podcast, and we'll talk about numbers 24 through 22 because those teams will go up on the site Wednesday through Friday at westcoastpreps.com. Also, make sure to watch the videos there we go more yes. in depth subscribe to our Logan. youtube page subscribe to the youtube page all that great stuff you don't want to miss our outfits and what we got coming in this video it's gonna be crazy legendary i think is the way to put it but greg what is your gmt guarantee excuse me I, you have to go to the video to watch that i'm not putting it on the podcast you're, you're not gonna put it on the podcast no, okay on the podcast. okay no you gotta go to the video okay and you have to figure it out okay that's like Hit the like button, and that's how you'll find out. And subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. And then last thing we've got for you is the latest edition of the Exclusive Speed Top 45 Powered by West Coast Preps is up. This time with numbers 15 through 11, which you can find at westcoastpreps.com. That was posted Monday morning on the site. This is our Bay Area preseason player rankings and only teams and schools and cities listed on the Bay Area, web, Bay Area census, I should say, are eligible for this list. The number 15, we've got a great one. Another tight end, this time out of San Ramon Valley, J.P. Murphy. How many tight ends are we going to have? This is crazy. Committed to San Diego State. Another big tight end, big-time San Diego State commit. 2019 stats, he had team high, 476 receiving yards, eight touchdowns, and on the defensive side, had four sacks and interception, becoming first-team all-league tight end and second-team all-league D-end as he led San Ramon Valley to a 7-4 I just I'm struggling today. Seven and four season and a trip to the NCS playoffs. Yeah, he's done great things there. And the year before as a sophomore at almost three hundred receiving yards, four touchdowns, and he and San Ramon Valley won a North Coast section title. Just another great tight end. San Ramon Valley is loaded. They've got a lot of guys coming back there out in Danville for the Wolves. They're gonna have a big season. But number fourteen, another division one guy. He's going up to Washington State here pretty soon. Cardinal Newman senior receiver, Sion Nunnally. 
I'm glad you said that name because I would have messed it up. 2019 stats for 770 receiving yards, 10 touchdowns through the air, and two rushing touchdowns. Correct. Or the yep. 10 total touchdowns. No, two rushing touchdowns as well. Thank you. 17 tackles, one interception, all while having a 14-1 season, North Coast Section Division Four champion, Northern California champion, and Division Three AA state champion. All while having that incredible season, this kid is special. Carl Newman had a special year last year, and he is part of the reason why. He is. He's a winner in every sense of the word. He did big things there, Cardinal Newman. They've got a lot of talent coming back. It's going to be interesting to see if they can replicate and repeat that state title that they accomplished a year ago when they went 14-1. and But at number 13, I know we've mentioned him a little bit already, Jerion Dickey from Valley Christian. Yep. The 207-15-year-old, 207-pound 15-year-old, just an absolute beast. He's going to be like a DK Metcalf at some point. 2019, like we said before, 541 yards, 7 touchdowns, 9 tackles, 136 kick return yards. This guy is a do-it-all kind of player, and he is a special talent, and that is why he helped get them to the West Catholic Catholic Athletic League champion. I am so cannot talk today. I don't know what's happening. And then they're also the CCS runner-up. He is a big reason why. He really is, and we've mentioned his five offers to play Division One FBS football as well. And the number 12 is another Valley Christian player as well, and junior linebacker William Cuddy, who had 116 tackles last season as a sophomore, but that only tells part of his story. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, this dude is an absolute beast. Like you said, 116 tackles, 18.5 tackles for loss, and that is huge. 7.5 sacks. Another huge number, one fumble recovery, like I just mentioned before. They were a league champion and a runner-up in their section. But this guy also, West Catholic League, I cannot talk. <laughs> West, West Catholic there you go. Athletic League inside linebacker of the year. I am done talking about West, whatever that league is called. Because West I cannot Catholic say. Athletic League. That's ingrained into your mind. I can't do it. I cannot West. do it. Catholic, athletic. I want to say Catholic. I want to yeah, say Catholic. Yeah, keep going for Catholic. <laughs> I, just shorten it. Why not? <laughs> I'm just gonna say WCAL. Are you Can just I? shortening words like Kevin Malone did in the office that one episode? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I guess that's. I want to strive to be Kevin. You know. I loved Kevin. Who didn't love Kevin? Creed was my favorite character, though. Yeah, I'm more of a Jim. I think I'm Jim, honestly. I'm more of a Dwight. You are kind of Dwight. Yeah. yeah, I always mess with, yeah, I think that works. I'm Jim, you're Dwight. I win every time. Yeah, I think that works perfect. Stop, we're on a podcast, you have I'm to gonna, talk. I'm going to go with myself being Creed. Okay, that's just... Yeah, let's just go with Creed. Creed's my favorite, I'm just going to go with Creed. I don't even care. But number 11, one of the top players just in the region and in the country at his position... The lefty, De La Salle senior quarterback, Dorian Hale. Indeed. Committed to Sac State, and Sac State got themselves a good one with this one. That was a steal. That was a steal. 2019 stats in a very run-heavy offense. They run the Veer offense at De La Salle. 2,000 yards and only three interceptions in this offense. 588 rushing yards and six touchdowns on the ground. 
All while we know what De La Salle does, NCS champion, open division state runner-up. Seems like every year they win the championship and every year they're in that open division state title game. But this guy also had offers from, I'm not going to say that one because I can't say it, Cal Poly, Florida Atlantic, Columbia, Georgetown, Idaho, Lehigh, Montana, and Northern Arizona. And I will let Chris say the other one because, yeah. Valparaiso. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, this guy, Sac State, has themselves a steal with Mr. Hale, the De La Salle senior quarterback, number 11 on the top 45. Can't wait till they play St. John Bosco week one. That's going to be fun. I can't wait for that rematch. That's going to be a good one there. It's going to be fun. Dorian Hale going up against those boys. You know what? I can't wait, though. When they play Pittsburgh. I know you can't wait for that. Can't wait for that one. We know Greg is going to be in all orange and black for that game. Yeah, I'm going to buy a bunch of West Coast Preps gear. I'll be orange and black. At that point, most likely we'll have a shop on the website, and you can also support West Coast Preps in the black and orange Pittsburgh Pirate colors. Okay, I like the sound of that. Just stay tuned for that because we've got some news coming with that as well here very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. We'll have that for you on social media and westcoastpreps.com. Before you, before you close this off, are there any rants? I feel like you're just in a rant mood today. I don't really have any rants for you, to be honest. <clears throat> That's disappointing. I, you're in a rant mood. No, I don't have any rants wow, for No you. rants to get me going. I'm glad I didn't have to watch that Raiders game on Sunday. Oh, yeah. That, that's right. There was football on Sunday. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah, neither did I. What did the Patriots do? Do you know? The Patriots win? They did win, actually. 20-17 to 17 last second kick the Raiders against will... the Arizona Cardinals, but we can't beat the Texans. So, yeah. <laughs> this season's over. <laughs> it's amazing how that works, isn't it? How do you beat the Cardinals? But you just said the season's over? Yes. Yeah, Weren't so. you there just not too long ago saying the Patriots are going to make it? Then they lost to the Texans. Yeah, how do you lose to the Texans? They could still be 10-6. and six. They could run the table. They could win their last five games. But does it matter? Cam Newton's going to blow it in the playoffs anyways. He'll fumble it away. He'll fumble it, and then he's not going to go for the ball because that's who Cam Newton is. Derek Carr will fumble again until he fumbled, what did I see, like 20 times on he Sunday? He leads the league with six fumbles this yeah. year. Yeah, the, Ra- the Raiders lost, what, 43-6 to six or some sick Something. number like that. Because they're not the Patriots. They can't come back against the Falcons like the Patriots did. 28-3, to three, might I add. All the Falcon fans it's out there. It's also odd that the Patriots of those years were, I mean, really freaking good. Yeah. All I need to say is the Patriots beat the Raiders. This yeah, they year. did. I'm not. I'm not disputing that fact. So that's all I need. I when was the last time the Raiders beat the Patriots? Do you know? Like, was it pre-Tuck Rule? Had they beat them since the Tuck Rule? They which was not. I don't a think fumble, they. I don't the think way. they have beat the Patriots <laughs> since the Tuck Rule. Actually, since before those that's days, right. I don't know if they have. By the way, that is also not a fumble. Oh. That was not a fumble. The rules in the NFL during that time stated that was not a fumble. The Patriots have never cheated, and I will go to my grave saying that. So you think the NFL is out against the Patriots? One hundred. Is that is that what you're? You know, look here's at the plate gate. Look at the plate gate. That was a bunch of terrible <laughs> nonsense, and Roger Goodell should be fired, and he's a clown. I agree with Barstool Sports on that one. That was awful. The plate gate was. Miserable, and it was just a witch hunt to go after Tom Brady. And you know what happens when you go for a witch hunt after Tom Brady? He goes and wins another Super Bowl. And that's what happened. Get out of here with the NFL hates Tom Brady. Yeah, they hate Tom Brady. Go ahead. Make your make your case because you're wrong. I already know you're wrong. I just want to hear you rant because you're getting into a deep, big rant no, here. I, I, want, I want you to say something. I don't really have anything to say. Yeah, well, then the conversation's over, right? Yeah, it was it was totally worth just hearing your rant. That's all I needed to hear. Awesome. Well, you got to hear my rant. Roger Goodell should be fired. He's a dictator. 
He just makes up rules as he goes. He's an awful commissioner. You just, nah, okay, he's suspended for four games. For what? For science? Because the ball becomes less inflated when it's 25 degrees outside? Yeah, I think that's how science works. I'm not a science major, but it's the science majors would like to come back out and prove my point. That'd be great. Yeah, ask some science great. majors on Twitter. See what they have to say to you. Go on YouTube. There's a bunch of science majors. When a ball, look at, go get a balloon. Everyone go get a balloon at Safeway today. Go get a balloon and then walk outside. It will instantly deflate a little bit because it's colder outside than it is in the 75 degree inside store. That is how science works. I'm done. And that is Greg's rant for the day. And that is it for the Kevin's rant edition episode number 35 of the West Coast Preps podcast. Two-time finals MVP. Kevin Durant now with the Brooklyn Nets, the former Golden State Warriors legend. Cupcake. Cupcake sounds pretty good right now, actually. Well, JD's a cupcake. Oh, he's a good player. Hall of Famer. One of the best ever, but that'll do it. Subscribe to our YouTube page to see all of our podcasts, highlights, everything else on their interviews. Follow all of our work on social media, West Coast Preps underscore. And follow all of our stories and all of our work at westcoastpreps.com. I'm gone. So long. So long.